Hello and welcome to the Car Huddle. This is the offshoot of the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And we have two fantastic special guests this week. It is, of course, Apollo Creed and Apollo 15. You know, put Sargon over cat. It is, of course, Jonathan Sutherland and Andrew Marr. Hello, you two. Hello. How goes it? Very well indeed. My foot is well on the mend. I Good. know I've been I've been back on the rig and, and using the pedals and it's it's actually building up my foot muscles quite well. Um so it's uh, it's been pretty good. It's been a very exciting week. We've got some fantastic guests coming on as well for the big interview on Friday. Of course, it's going to be TRL Lightning, who is one of the fastest drivers in the world and really quite uh, famous. He's been to lots of championships and won lots of big events. So he's coming on Friday. But he was on that famous Disney film, wasn't he? Of course. Um, but uh, we had an amazing Grand Prix yesterday, didn't we? Um, which was, of course, the Hungarian Grand Prix, which can be pretty much hit or miss. It can either be a procession, um, which is kind of boring and doesn't do very much. But the last few years, they've had some brilliant races. And yesterday was definitely one to write home about. So what, first of all, Andrew Marr, what was your take on the whole race? Insane. I don't know. Do you think, do you think they've got like a remote control in Bottas's car? I don't know, because it's like, right, we need wheel spin. What we need is the wheel spin on the start. And then he must hit the Verstappen. Oh, no, he's too slow. We have hit, to Lando, hit Lando into Verstappen, then hit Verstappen into Sainz, and then hit Sainz into Perez. It is good, no? <laughs> in, in the bathroom, we talked about this, because I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> of the Mercedes team and he's got to hit into all of these people Christian <laughs> Horner must not like it in the bathroom <laughs> and then bish bash bosh they're broken and then I mean I don't know it's a bit like Hitler took over like the whole of the Europe and then he, <laughs> he messed it up he messed it up with his, with his tactics. You know, he couldn't come across the channel and finish things off because he was nuts. So what do they do? They had this brilliant idea of smashing into their main rival, accidentally took out Belgium in the... I mean, Norris in the uh, crossfire. And then they went, Nine, we will not win the race! We will, we will not put any tyres on because it's a dry track. And we'll leave him out there all on his lonesome. But at least no one will overtake him at the start. I mean... Uh, yes. Yeah. People say, oh, Mercedes are good at strategy. No, no, they're not. <laughs> really not. I mean, really, really not. Uh, <laughs> not yeah. at all not. They're just not not. Not in any way. They opened up a second front against McLaren. It was a bad mistake. It's where it went wrong. <laughs> Once yeah. now, we even put the square wheels on the car. Because we think it will be very fast. They say so in the factory in the special room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So, <laughs> I think that's a How great analysis. That is a great analysis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't really add anything to that. I mean, it was extraordinary to see just one car take the start. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I've never I, seen that ever. I, I mean, I just thought I was watching. I don't know what some kind of promotional video for Mercedes. Couldn't we, we just have Lewis, you know, in his little and he's I thought I've 
it must be the adverts. He's off. <laughs> but there's only one yeah. car. Then they all started filing yeah. out the pit lane one by one in seemingly a completely random order. It's like they went into the pits in grid order and came out like the lottery machine, you know, from the, the big lottery. They just pulled their car numbers out. And then George Russell was in the lead. Latifi was second. Well, not in the lead, but second. Ocon was here. And it's just, it was absolutely, completely bonkers. Ocon, what's yeah. he doing there? You hit my car, you must pay for the damage. You've got to pay for the damage because we've got insurance now. And if you damage my car, you've got to pay for it because yeah. we're rebel and we're woke. And you hurt our driver and you hit him. And it was really horrible. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Adrian says that it's not fair. <laughs> Dr. Helmut Marco said, pull your trousers up and go and complain. <laughs> This is not the Austrian way. I thought you were Schwarzenegger. I thought, well, he's not. I've never heard him talk. I just can't Schwarz imagine him talking like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, Helmut Marco. Helmut Marco wasn't Mr. You Universe. Know. No, but he he's the guy in charge. He's the guy that stands behind Christian Horner going, whispering in, no, this is what you have to do. You have to tell them. Tell them this is fake. And if we do not do it, we shall have them shot after taking them into the dungeon for a little bit of a game. Of a game. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to put a warning. I'm going to have to put a warning on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a warning, these people have been stuck inside for far too long. <laughs> yeah, lockdown has not done us any good. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking when, when Jonathan, when you said uh, that it was like um, a promotional video for Mercedes with one car, right? Yeah. I suddenly had this thought that what it actually was was an advertisement that they need strategists. Y yes. It's like, please, please take pity on us. We don't but, know what we're doing. Bear in Ooh. mind. It if Lewis had gone into the pit, I mean, it doesn't matter, it couldn't have been any worse, but he would have gone in the lottery machine, to, presumably yeah. as well, and come out completely randomly too. So he yeah, could have come out first, second, seventh, fifteenth, you know. Uh, he, he, he ended up a net third, thanks to Vettel, you know, drinking some of his petrol because he was thirsty. Um, anyway, and he was at the back. So he would have, wherever he would have been, it would have been. Oh, it couldn't have been worse. The back. No, yeah, so it couldn't have been worse. Might have caught Ocon and well, they're... winded, winded, wind. He wound. The wind. They reckon they might have been eighth at best if he'd gone into the pits. That's one right. according to Ted's notebook. Um, he probably would have come out round about eighth, but then that was way ahead of where he was before because he came out fourteenth exactly. when he had to go into the pits. So I mean, he would have been right up there and. And probably would have had a much easier run. I just don't know what they thought they were doing. Why on earth would they drive around a completely dry track? And as far as I can tell, it was completely dry. And think, oh, we should be on Inters. I don't know, understand how you can come to that decision. Yeah. I missed whether they had any... You know, that their favourite thing is to show fat men looking at screens to get the reaction. Did mm. they show <laughs> them while they were coming around? Because if they were sitting there going, that meant they were dead, and that's why they didn't react. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. So what would have happened yeah. then if Lewis had just, when the lights went out, he just didn't go? 
everyone would have sat there. Everyone would have sat there. To go past and, the but, I mean, exit. But if he just waited for two hours, which is the maximum length of a Grand Prix, was he not at that point in the lead? <laughs> and think you've, of got, you've got to go past a certain race distance to get any points. Ah, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. But if you just hadn't gone, just said, well, no one's going to You can't make me. You can't leave the pits until I go past, and I'm not going past. All racist. But it does remind you know, of you know if you've got if you're on like multiplayer on F1 2020 or something, you know, and you've you're going out there to try and do a race, and you've not looked at your settings, or you've accidentally done it too quickly, and you end up starting the race on on wet tires when everyone else is on dry tires, and you think, oh goodness, this is going but to I be mean, appalling. They yeah, pay it, hundreds it kind of thousands of pounds. To people to look at the weather to analyze things and at no point during the when they're clearing up did anyone look at the track and think oh it's not been raining for a while maybe we need some different tires martin brundle yeah. said they used to have people around the track didn't they yeah, yeah. and you probably still do hello hello yes it's dry here dry d r y <laughs> dry no and no, turn no. what dry. about turn eight dry, dry. turn nine Dry, 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 dry. dry. <laughs> is dry. any part of it? Is any part of this vet? No. <laughs> yes. Maybe we should put some snakes on. <laughs> because presumably <laughs> they can put tires on. I don't see why they couldn't have changed red, the tires. Red flag. Yes, red flag. Yeah. It's red flag because if it had been dry, the thing together. God, you know. I mean, if they'd been dry and then it had rained, they would have put wet tires on. So yeah. why wouldn't you do yeah. the opposite? I don't understand. I just don't. I just. Once you, they, I just they started don't. the race on intermediate, so it had been. Yeah, they're allowed to change tires under the red flag. Tires are like then, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm surprised at that. I just think they all got it. They're obviously they're, they're so because they're all taking the knee and all doing all this other stuff now. They're not actually paying attention <laughs> to what they yeah. need to be doing, don't they? You know, it's quality. When they were but, down um, on their knee, they could have looked at the track maybe and seen it dry. Uh, they've got uh, what they've got is they've got someone that can't count to three who has self, what's the word, self-thingied. What did they do? What's that word? John, you know this word. Because you, you self-certified? No, self. Oh, my mind's gone. Self-service? No, self-service. <laughs> Maybe they were doing that too. Self-inflicted. Um, no, when you say I am a girl, but I'm not. Self-identified. Oh, right, okay. Not someone that can't count to three, right, because the fingers on the hand confuse them, as self-certified as a mathematical and engineering and uh, modelling genius. Oh, self-identified. Self-identified. Yeah, I don't think I'm self-identified as being really clever, and obviously I'm I'm not. Um, And they therefore got themselves in the new woke Mercedes into a position where they're dictating things like strategy. So they go, (laughs) you over there, you, the girl in the jeans with the willy. What what is the best strategy for this race? Oh, well, I think, right, get those square wheels ready. And also... (laughs) Wet tyres, man, because they'll never be thinking of that. None of them will know. <laughs> That'll catch them off guard. <laughs> it worked for me back in Brixton. You know. <clears throat> yeah, it, it does seem like, like a calamity of errors, certainly, and a kind of obvious thing. 
and you do wonder why they kind of managed to do it like that. But it did mean there was great racing pretty much right the way through. Now we'll come to the big one, of course, the Hamilton-Alonso battle, which was fantastic. Um, now, I know you were talking about that earlier before we started the show, but Jonathan, what did you think of the Alonso-Hamilton battle? The Spanish Armada, it was amazing, wasn't it? I mean, normally the French just put up the, the white flag and they just let people straight through. But obviously Alonso didn't feel they wanted to do this. It was great. I, I just think that... I think Hamilton maybe could have got past, but he 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 knew that Alonso didn't care, and Alonso, of course, was fighting for Ocon as well. So, yeah. and there's no love lost between the two of them. But yeah, I mean, amazing, close wheel to wheel battle. Great to see cars, you know, that close to each other, driven by world champions. Uh, great to see, really great. Yeah, and when you think between them, there's nine world championships. Yeah, seven for Hamilton and two for Alonso. Should be um, ten. One of those two should have won 2007. I'm bitter yeah. that one of those two didn't. I mean, Raikkonen didn't deserve it. He got a point. Was kind of... no. Yeah, it was yeah one of those things, wasn't it? But um, but yeah, but no, but I mean, it, and it was great to see the kind of defensive driving as well. It was proper old school defensive driving um, that now they wouldn't be allowed to do, or they would complain and outlaw outlaw it. That um, I like, yeah, to pass no, was, you on the A1, Hugh. <laughs> but the thing is, it's, Next it's year's how close be a, they are. The low emissions zone of close racing, isn't it? You know, yeah, that's what next year is going to be because they've designed. I think it's hilarious because all of the bump about these 2022 cars, which was going to be the 2021 car, obviously, is how they've been designed to allow close racing. And yet, this year has shown us that any close racing gets immediately penalized and the driver's shot. So what are they going to do next year when they've got cars that can all race closely? The, the, the stewards are going to—they're going to have to employ ten more stewards, five lesbians, and three underage people from India just to work out how many people they're going to give. And more, more stewards need way more stewards to give penalty many points. Stewards. Yeah, Michael Massey will have a little harem of little bitches running around so he can go. I'm in charge because my name is Michael. I'm a sod off. <laughs> <laughs> God. It'll be a little bit like Seriously? that one, the American who um, was at the Olympics and who didn't win. She got second, and then she decided that she'd had enough and started twerking away on the on the podium. Oh but, yeah, um, but see, nobody's actually watching the Olympics to actually care that uh, it's just gone. It's gone because it's gone woke. Understood twerking. I mean, seriously. I mean, even even when Miley Cyrus, whatever her name is, does it, she's a very attractive young lady. But what the hell is she doing with her ass? Just whatever. Stop it. Dance it's not so bad dance. when it's like a, a a grid girl. It's not so good when it's a weight uh, a, a, a shot a woman <laughs> shot that. Ah, it isn't quite as, Mr. as stirring. <laughs> Did she do it to the music? I used to love that record. My wife bought me that record, and I put it on and started playing it. She said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm playing my Christmas present." She goes, "You were meant to play it," <laughs> so I played it more. That, uh, Were you twerking to it? No, I just put it on quite loud on my very nice Sony stereo that I used to own. <sighs> well, now, next, we have... And I have to say, though, in, in closing about the Grand Prix, it was a great race, and it's great it's to see Hamilton race. back in the lead of the championship after two races that have certainly changed and going into the, the little break that they have for a few weeks. 
Did you feel sorry for Vettel though? I mean, bless him. He's obviously so yeah, I did actually. He's now I do drinking like the petrol. You know, he's drink, drinking the Avgas or whatever additives they got into it, and he didn't yeah. have enough petrol in there. You know, but he, yeah. he left yeah. less fuel in his car than I leave in a rental car. I mean, I yeah. I've left more fuel than that in my rental car. And normally yeah. they're pushed in. Oh man! Oh, it was it's something. But no, it was a great race, and it was great to see uh, great to see Ocon win. I mean, really, you know, if you put a bet on that, you'd have been in quids in all day long. Um, with that one, um, but uh, but no, it was it was it was a great race, and uh, yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting. Maybe the Mercedes will start to be competitive again right the way through the second half of the season, and oh, so it won't fast, all go Max's way. This weekend on Merry, weren't they? I mean, they were quicker, they yeah. were quicker than, than Red Bull on this weekend on, on the right tires as well. They had to, they were able to uh, yeah. use the better tires. Yeah, and, uh, so that, um, it's like uh, I wish they'd make their mind up. Are they developing it? Are they not developing it? What's going on? They're developing. Bottas, Bottas was up there too, you know. Yeah, They've been yeah. nuts to not develop it this year. Okay, they're trying to get next year's car and all this kind of stuff. We understand that, but this, this is a—you can't lose every championship because you're trying to win the next one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like saying, "Well, we'll get to the moon eventually, but we want to get to it next year better, so we will f- kill everybody, every astronaut that goes up this year because we won't develop the thing properly this year." What? Mm. That makes no sense. That's like having a politician that tells the truth. It just doesn't, <laughs> you know, it makes no sense. That's when they say we're doomed. <laughs> That's the only truthful, That's the only truthful thing I can say now. I mean, the key is to keep taking Verstappen out on the first lap. If they keep doing that, then I think the championship is Hamilton's. Look, on that subject, <laughs> I have a thing, okay? Right, I mean, we can all talk about back in the day with Prost, Mansell, Mansell, PK... Well, no, because, right, he's always been, in my opinion, quite a dangerous driver. He's got a little bit better, but he used to weave repeatedly. And and he reminds me of what Brundle said about Prost. Prost would put his car here. I am coming past, I'm going here. And then left it up to you whether you two would crash or not. And that's Verstappen. He doesn't give a damn. But he is one of these whiners that goes, ooh, they crashed into me. He's like... He just swept across the track when they were there, but they crashed into it because they didn't jump out of your way because you're special. And I think he was talking about Senna because Senna used to do a wonderful line. Coming yes, he through was these, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I did that. It was quite funny. I was playing in a in, a, in one of the, the race asylum lobbies on Friday night, and it's really good. It's Andy and Paul and the other guys that are all in that uh, league, and they're very good. It was at Red Bull, but it was a short Red Bull track, and they were in I think Mazda MX-5 touring cars. And I'd done quite a lot of work there from in terms of racing, you know, from Gran Turismo lobbies and, and all the kind of daily races and stuff. So I knew that car fairly well. And 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 so it was quite fun. Um, but uh, I did exactly the same because we were they had the boost on. So it meant you could always catch up with the cars in the front. And at one point I was leading. There was about nine people right behind me. We were three abreast coming into turn one. And I just went over to the left-hand side of the track. And I thought, right, I'm just going to cut right across, take the line. And they're all breaking <laughs> to avoid me to come through. But I got a great run through. Um, but uh, And they hadn't seen those kind of defensive driving lines before. So it was quite it was quite fun never trying watched, to do that. Never watched Senna. And the point yeah. is, the, the earlier races in the year, Hamilton, who used to smack into people, he used to be, I mean, he's always assertive and aggressive, wasn't he? And he's learned that it's good to finish a race, that kind of stuff. So he got out of Verstappen's way repeatedly throughout the year. There were crashes. I mean, Hamilton going over those uh, sleeping policemen mm. in, 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 in um, Imola and stuff like that. Yeah. That happened because Verstappen went, I don't care where you are, I'm going there. And Hamilton avoided the crash. 
And I think what he's done, because this was like a face-off, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is like in the days when Schumacher used to whack into people. And then there was a couple of drivers that whacked into him back. They didn't get out of the way. And he didn't do it to them again because he knew yeah. that he couldn't get away with it. And Hamilton had to show that you can't get away with this forever, Mr. Verstappen. You can't just do it. It doesn't matter what all the whinging was about. So he had to go for that overtake. He had to. Yeah, I think he had to. Yeah. Earlier absolutely. in the same lap, Verstappen goes off the track, comes back on it, and stays ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I think next time he needs to try and get up to maybe 53G crash for Verstappen. Let's see what Verstappen can take. I mean, <laughs> 51 was quite a lot, but we can do better. I think we you know, get towards the 100G mark. He's, At what point? He's got the thing. He's got the stuff. He's mm. fine. He's young. Yeah, he seems to be absolutely fine. <laughs> All these broken boy. bones will heal eventually. <laughs> exactly. That Nigel Mansell drove with a broken back, for goodness yeah. sake. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they've, got all these, they've got all these halos and head protectors and things. It's fine. And then, of course, no. you get the standard... Because oh, we're now getting... This is another chip on my shoulder. We're now getting more support supporters, thanks to the new owners. But they're all football supporters. They're all morons. They're all mm. people, oh, you can tell you're a Hamilton fanboy, or we can tell you're British, or you can tell... It's like, no, I can tell the rule book, and I've got eyes. That's actually what's happening. I can see what happened, and I don't favour either because I think Hamilton's a Burke, and I think he's arrogant. They're both very good and exciting to watch, and I don't really care who wins. I just want them to have a good battle. But what I'm not going to do is allow someone to say, oh, you support Nottingham Forest. No wonder you don't like Liverpool. It's like This is motor racing. This is a gentleman's sport sort of kind of. Not football hooligans from Birmingham. All right? So... They need to just all get lost. Get lost. Go back to football. Enjoy that. Kick a ball around. Punch someone in the stands and let real motor racing fans <laughs> watch motor racing without all these idiotic Drink beer, punt each other and stay in Aston Villa Stadium or wherever it is. Yeah. Proper supporters <laughs> can have a beer and cheer, not boo people because they don't like them. It's like, oh, come on. It's like when Schumacher broke his leg. Mm. I mean, I remember Murray Walker being appalled at people booing and cheering that Schum booing Schumacher and mm. cheering that he broke his leg. I didn't like Schumacher particularly. I thought he was a very dirty driver, but I don't want him hurt. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's pathetic. You know. Yeah. Well, honestly. Moving on from the Grand Prix and, and quickly closing, um, we of course have TRL Lightning this Friday. So make sure Lightning that you're listening to that. Mikhail has his Al is coming on Friday night at nine o'clock. So that should be fantastic. And also we've got our Hugh Hattrick TCR Community Race Series. The qualifying is starting this Saturday. So if you're taking part and you still time to register, go on to our Discord. You'll see it in the uh, comment section there and on our YouTube channel. Um, and you'll be able to join up. And in a week on Saturday, we will be having our first TCR race. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be streamed out live. And uh, I've been promised that the quality of all the kind of the recording and the visuals and audio is going to be amazing. So it's going to be exciting, actually. I'm looking forward to that. And the races are 30 minutes long in front-wheel drive cars. It's going to be fast and furious. And I think there'll be lots of overtaking and crashes and all sorts of exciting stuff. But, what does TCR mean? Is that some kind of medical procedure? This touring car race community championship. Oh. Yeah, yeah, very straightforward this time. No drugs but, then. No, all all good. 
uh, and it's of course in uh, alongside Rascal Rabbit uh, and many folk from across the globe who are taking part. We've got at least one full lobby and a bit more, so it's going to be exciting. Actually, it's going to be fun, and there's big prizes, really good prizes on offer at the end of it. So it's well Will worth. Will Rascal Rabbit part. have to turn his screen upside down to be able to race properly? Well, quite possibly, as he's from down under. Upside down, it's down. Maybe he's lost to go uh, like that. I'm sure they'll sort it out with the tech. But is um, Jonathan racing? Are you racing, Jonathan? No, I don't know no, if you're registered for it. No. Well, you're welcome you to join you? if you do, if you want. It's, it, to. It'll it's be summer. Fun. I race in winter. I'm a winter only racer. Well, it's uh, almost winter. End of August isn't too bad. Sit that, uh, with the fridge door open, right next to you. <laughs> spray yourself with water now and again and we can do a wet race on the thing yeah that'll work oh i'm sure it will but, uh, <laughs> there we go. he's so tired of him just... on that note on that note we'll close the car huddle tonight what? but thank you very much for listening everyone around the globe you've been listening to the car huddle with me hugh hattrick and my two very special guests jonathan sutherland and andrew marr i'll Take read us everyone Drive fast and try not to crash. And if you do, you might just win the race at the first corner. Bye just now.